Communications disruption can mean only one thing, invasion. You must contact me. Welcome to CO Bibbles Babble Bubble, your one-stop shop for all things related and or associated with appreciation for the Star Wars prequels. Yes, that was kind of a, a roundabout way to get to that, but gotta kind of coy around with word coy around, jeez. Really tripping over myself today, toy around with words on a hot and lazy Sunday like the one we have here today. Now, I don't often talk about video games on this show other than in, in passing, but I finally got around to playing the newest entry to the Star Wars Battlefront series, which is three years old, mind you. So when I say newest, you know, it's it's a little long in tooth. They announced in April they weren't going to even update it anymore. It just exists out in the wild. So, you know, but it's new to me. I've, I've always been kind of slow in catching up to latest games. I didn't even get the Xbox One, the current generation of consoles, until November of this past year. So I'm definitely kind of behind where the rest of the pack is hanging out. Uh, nevertheless, I got this game for the very first time, prompted from having reading, having read, <laughs> wow, having read the book Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad, I wanted to play the campaign that was associated with that book to get the full story of uh, Iden Versio and company. But let me tell you something. All of that, that has to do with the Galactic Civil War, the original trilogy, so we're not going to talk about it anymore. I just wanted to put things in perspective. But I, I was looking at this game and naturally being as big of a fan of the prequels as I am, you know, largely been playing in the Clone Wars era when it comes to, you know, the quick matches and the arcade and everything. And I decided that you know, I'm not going to break down this video game or the whole franchise because there's plenty of people who have done it up to this point as it rolled out and as it was more, you know, topical. Uh, nevertheless, I, I wanted to compare it with the very first entry of the Star Wars Battlefront series. And I'm talking just about the classic game Star Wars Battlefront that came out in 2004. You know, a lot of people talk about how Battlefront 2, not the EA DICE one, but the Pandemic one that came out in 2005, is peak Star Wars video game content, and that is the best of the Battlefronts. And I really do love that, but I'm not going to bring it into this discussion. I want to look at the oldest entry of the series compared to the newest one. And what sort of differences between 13 years, which it, it seems longer than that when you play the two games. And just thinking of my own memory, I feel like, wow, it's 13 years between these games. It feels like two generations. But just to kind of feel out those comparisons. So this is going to be kind of a 
a free flow discussion per usual, just what my thoughts are on it, and uh, see if you agree or not. You know, there's going to be a fair share of nostalgia in this, as is the case with anyone looking back at a franchise that's expanded across most of their lifetime, if not their entire lifetime, and you know, you're drawn to the early stuff because it's been around the longest and was there for formative years. So, you know, I'm going to, rather than hide away from that lens and, you know, break down certain particulars, you know, really embrace it because that, you know, it affects the way that I interact with both of these games and the larger Star Wars franchise as a whole. And so who am I to, to shy away from that? That's the case with any good stories and any good storytelling. You know, you have your own personal subjectivity that you bring into it. It's not as if, you know, we're taking this content to a, you know, an AP English class and we have to break it down or writing a dissertation on it. No, this is, it's basically like a vocal blog as far as I'm concerned. So anyhow, just to, to put things in uh, rough context here. So the original Star Wars Battlefront, as I said earlier, came out in 2004, it was uh, published by... Lucas Arts now defunct, and the studio was Pandemic, and it was released for the original Xbox, and I guess at that point it would have been the PlayStation 2 uh, later for uh, PC capabilities too. I don't know the specific dates. This is just rattling off my head here. We're comparing it to Star Wars Battlefront 2, uh, the second entry in the franchise to have that name which was uh, released by Electronic Arts, since LucasArts is now defunct and EA has all the release rights to any Lucas material, and was published by DICE. So you have two different studios, two different releasing agents trying to get across the same story. And you're looking at different generations of consoles too. Uh, Battlefront came out for Xbox. Uh, Battlefront 2 came out for Xbox One, so you're totally missing, Xbox 360 didn't have a single unique release to it in the middle of that, because the sequel to the original Battlefront came out for the um, original Xbox as well, and by also mean PlayStation 2, PlayStation 4, nothing for the PlayStation 3 or Xbox 360. Anyhow, you know, for me, what stands out of those original Battlefront games compared to the new ones, well, one, the first of the kind of the reboot of the series that came out in 2015 was original trilogy focused so there weren't any prequels era stuff no clone wars battles so it was entirely shelved so it really took until we get to this battlefront 2 that came out in 2017 that we got to re-explore the prequels era and i remember at the time there was a big debate in the fandom of who should voice the clone troopers when you get to the Clone Wars content. And, you know, <clears throat> do you stick with Tamura Morrison, who played Jango Fett, who played the clones in the live action, and of course lent his voices, or do you give it to D. Bradley Baker, who voices all the clones in the Clone Wars TV show? And I imagine for the people developing this game, that was kind of a crossroads they were at, that do we associate this with the prequels or do we associate this with the Clone Wars show? 
because even though they take place chronologically within the same timeline, you know, area in the timeline, naturally, the Star Wars universe, it represents two different eras in the Star Wars fandom. You know, you're looking at 1999 to 2005 versus 2008 to 2020. And I guess, yeah, at the point that this video game came out, the Clone Wars had been canceled and they had not yet announced the fantastic seventh season that just came out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so maybe rather than 2008 to 2005, we'll say 2008 to 2015. Plus hearing uh, the voice of Dee Bradley Baker voicing older clones in the animated series Star Wars Rebels. So that was the voice of the clones for so many people. And so they decided to go with that, which I do not fault them for because, you know, when you're in the selection mode for which era you want to play in, they say, do you want to play during the Galactic Civil War or do you want to play during the Clone Wars? It's not, do you want to play during the original trilogy or the prequels trilogy? And so hearing the Clone Wars, you would want to have the voice cast of the Clone Wars, which, which is fine. Um, but I definitely was more of the Tamara Morrison camp because I wanted to have that immersion into the films, you know, feel like I was playing a game that put me into the setting and with the characters that were in the movies. And, you know, that's something that the original two Battlefront games do so well. And not just for the voiceover acting either, which I, I, I really appreciate. I mean, the, the second battlefront not the second ea battlefront but the second pandemic battlefront the one that came out in 2005 had a story mode that followed uh, the, the 501st legion with the uh, timura morrison sort of adding additional dialogue to it which is truly fantastic but looking even just at the first one you know hearing his uh his maori new zealand accent coming through really made you feel like you were part of the movies versus when you play the you know, the new one that has Dee Bradley Baker, you feel like you're part of the animated TV show. Even though the, you know, the graphics are meant to be photorealistic, not have the animation style, it just feels mismatched to me. Like, I honestly feel like I would enjoy the newer Battlefront in the Clone Wars era had they kept it within the animation style of the Clone Wars TV show because they're borrowing a lot from that and less from the films anyhow that that was just kind of the first point i wanted to get across there uh but you may be asking oh hold up pause hit the pause button read i've played star wars battlefront 2 and all of the locations for the prequels era fights and battles take place on actual planets that were in the movies so is it that striking on some of those uh, movie realistic things yeah sure you may not have the same voice but you have the locations and you know this is something that i actually beg to differ on because i have to think about the execution of those locations you know so let's just look at, at where you do the clone wars battles in battlefront 2 and where you do the clone wars battles in the very first original battlefront so in the original one, they took place on Camino at uh, Topoca City. That's the you know the place where Obi Wan goes and 
fights Django Fett and discovers about the clone army. Uh, Kashyyyk, there's two locations, the docks and the islands. Naboo has two locations, on the plains and in the city capital Thebe. And then Geonosis, you have the spire. Then on top of that, you can have battles in Renvar, which was not featured in the films. Uh, the Citadel and the Harbor, both two really cool levels. And uh, you can also have Clone Wars battles on Bespin. And now that I say it, I think you may be able to have them in Mos Eisley as well. And, and Tatooine, I'd have to revisit it. But yeah, Bespin, which is, is set aside for being a, um, a location for, you know, mostly, you know, stormtrooper battles or heroes, classic fights, you know, heroes v. heroes type situations. Uh, you could, I'm pretty sure, oh, no, I'm 100% sure you could take the clones to Bespin and pretty sure you could take them to Tatooine. Uh, meanwhile, so in Battlefront 2, we have Felucia, Geonosis, Kamino, Kashyyyk, Naboo. So you have the same number of planets, um, but you don't necessarily have the same crossover ability where it feels like, oh, let's go to someplace new in Renvar, or let's go to some setting that was originally for, you know, the Galactic Civil War in Bespin. But, you know, that being said, you say, oh, well, Reed, you're talking about this movie realistic settings, right? So you look at the original Battlefront, you know, you never even had clones and droids in Bespin. And Renvar, that's a totally new place. You're just looking at Geonosis, Kamino, and Naboo, and Kashyyyk. But as a reminder, you know, the original Battlefront came out in 2004. We don't actually get to Kashyyyk in the movies until Revenge of the Sith in 2005. So you're just totally making up what Kashyyyk looks like. Now it's true that in the sequel to the original Battlefront that came out in 2005, you know, in the same year as Revenge of the Sith, they did update Kashyyyk to look like as it did in the movie. It was set recreation. And you do have, though, you know, set recreation from Attack of the Clones and the Phantom Menace in the original Battlefront as well for the planets where you can, which in this case are Kamino, Geonosis, and Naboo. You know, when you're running around the Naboo Plains, which is a really cool battlefield and only exists in this very first Battlefront game, they dropped it for the original sequel and then the reboot of the franchise, they got rid of that as well. You know, you're participating in the battlefield where the Gungan and Droid Army faced off at the end of the Phantom Menace. And it's cool because there's Gungans running around, you can jump on their mounts. It's a very neat open concept. You can play in the forest corner and everything. It's a, it's a very fun uh, map to play on. And they do their best to try to replicate it as it is in the movie. I mean, obviously, you know, in the movie, you have more of a traditional one line of infantry opposite the other where, you know, Battlefront's far more guerrilla style. But they, they do execute it rather well, trying to get, you know, the rolling hillscapes and everything. Uh, same with the city of Thede. You really do feel like you're in the Thede that's in the movie. Geonosis with the Spire, it's basically carbon copy. Pick up face down. In the newest Battlefront, you know, I feel like they try too hard 
and they go a little overboard that it doesn't it doesn't feel the same yes they do have feed which you know it's kind of like a more upgraded version of the one that was first introduced in 2004 and later enhanced a bit in 2005 you know it seems more full but you know they almost make it too the color palette's wrong because you're saying oh we have all this graphic rendering let's try to really flush it out and it just doesn't really mesh together and then i think the kashik one is just a total disaster i mean i just i can't stay it, it's fun to play but in terms of it feels like a completely different scene you know that when you do see the uh how they portray kashik not necessarily in in this one the 2004 game but in the 2005 game it legitimately looks like you know here are the gray palette tones that we see in revenge of the sith the one that we see here in battlefront 2 looks completely different in my opinion you don't have the same element of playing with the tree heights and stuff like that and, oh this is the base camp ryota was hanging out and here's that wall that we see you know it doesn't it, it feels more like a crazy free-for-all not the legitimate siege um that we see there and then uh camino i'll give i'll give that the camino cloning facility in battlefront 2 is, is is pretty pretty darn good but you know something about playing that original topoka city with those platforms in battlefront 1 you know it's what's exciting or what was exciting about the first Battlefront is they were only working with Attack of the Clones and the Phantom Menace and were able to create great maps out of it. You know, by the time you get to the two, the 2017 Battlefront 2, you have 11 films you can pick from. I guess you have just 10 at the time um, because... You still needed to have the release of various... I guess, pardon me, just nine. You still needed The Last Jedi to come out. You needed The Rise of Skywalker and Solo. But as they did, they rolled out planets for that as well. And, you know, maybe expectations were high, but I feel like they, any aspects of creativity went in the wrong direction. You know, it was let's make a fun map to play, but not necessarily let's make a map that feels like it clicks with uh the environment that it's supposed to be in and you know i could be totally you know off base there could be those of you just yelling right now like ah oh, it's so cool it's so much fun how dare you you're disrespecting something that's so incredibly meaningful to me and i love that game and those maps feel like i'm exactly dropped in the movie and that's great you know i'm just speaking from my experience here and i will say you know there are some that i think battlefront 2 gets right just not in the prequels space um, I think Scarif, the way they do Scarif Beach from Rogue One is fantastic. That's a lot of fun, the way you get those kind of like sand dune islands scattered with water in between. I think that's beautifully executed. I think the way they do uh, Kessel is, is kind of cool. I mean, the Coaxium mine that we see in Solo, you know, that's more of a revolution and less of a battle. And we don't see... You know, here's Stormtroopers and Rebels back-to-back, -back, but it's cool to see what they look like in Pose. Like, I don't mind picking up characters and players and putting them in a different setting. I mean, I already was talking about how much I, you know, appreciated seeing the Clone Wars on Bespin. That's fine. Just like I, you know, I think seeing the, uh, 
the witch and call it yeah seeing rebels fighting on on kessel is cool to see as well but i yeah just oh and talk 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 adana <laughs> took took a while to get that word out where uh, maz's castle is that that's a cool map done for resistance in first order battles and it's executed pretty well but yeah i think the prequels era stuff just come up short and maybe it's just the high expectations i have the high standards that i hold that particular era up to as, as one would maybe expect i don't know it's uh something to, to chew on you know one thing that i will give battlefront 2 over the original one is the inclusion of heroes but they also to be fair they had that in the second battle the 2005 battlefront had heroes and they had way more prequels era heroes because that's all they were banking on or battlefront 2 has to incorporate well here's you know resistance heroes here's first order heroes let's pick up ones from solo or at least skins for solos so that way you can have a young han you could have you know a young lando to, to play around with that so i mean pr the heroes are a nice a nice get up and it is it is cool that you know when you choose to play as obi-wan or anakin you can give them the garb that they wore during the clone wars tv show so make them have the general skywalker look or the general kenobi look in addition to the jedi robes or just kind of the classic classic get up there yeah it, it is funny i mean you do have heroes I, I stand corrected i correct myself here you actually did have heroes in the first battlefront if you played um the galactic conquest which they really evolved to be a cool interactive map in 2005 but the 2004 one you just kind of hop through planets linearly and one of the bonuses you could buy could be a, a heroic helper which would just be an ai who'd kind of wander around they wouldn't capture command post you couldn't play as them but it would just be a nuisance that oh here's count dooku running around swinging his lightsaber you just try to avoid them but you know i appreciate it nonetheless that it was an attempt but it is cool being able to actually play as them and choose which outfits you want to wear speaking of count dooku you know you can be count dooku wearing his fabulous pajamas which is is a lot of fun even though that you know that all kind of loops back around once again to say that battlefront 2 plays more like a clone wars game not star wars prequels game which is fine, but if you're looking for the original feel, you're looking for the original je ne sais quoi, so to say, you really can't go wrong or can't do much better than going to the original 2004, 2005. And it depends what's the vibe you're wanting to get. If you're wanting to feel Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, play the 2004 battlefront i mean without a doubt that is that is locked in if you want to play revenge of the sith then play 2005 but if you want to play you know really cool original trilogy stuff or if you want to just do with better graphics or more personalized stuff or more importantly if you're someone who likes online play then yeah go with the new stuff that's fantastic Though I have to say, there are some online communities for the original two Battlefronts. You have to dig for them, 
and they exist you know on computers and you have to I, I forget the name of the software you have to get but it's it's basically replicating the game spy servers that all these online you know pc games are being run on kind of from the early the early 21st century um but it's fun i i was last on one of them maybe oh gosh like five years ago i i think they should still be running i don't know maybe with the new games everyone's fully entrenched on that but there's there's definitely a a diehard following for sure Anyhow, this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode. I don't have much more to talk about the matter, but I just felt like this was topical and on my mind, so I wanted to sort of, you know, let it all out for anyone wishing to uh, to listen, per usual. Not a particularly funny episode by any stretch. Maybe not even particularly insightful, but maybe you uh, you heard this and you want to find your old Xbox Xbox 360, plug it into the TV and, and give the old games a, a run about. Or download them. I think you can buy them on the Xbox Store, PlayStation Store, etc. And uh, let me know what you think. This whole feeling like you're realistically in the movies, even though it's older graphics, older gameplay, really feeling immersed more in that original game than in the new one. I don't know. Perhaps that's just me got some good stuff coming down to the pike for the the babble bubble should have a, a special guest on next episode so that's very exciting and uh per usual i will catch you all around the corner